You gotta beat the man. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. With a million. WD Pod, Mike, James. Probably a bit of a short one. My fault because I'm a bit tired and I didn't sort myself out till a bit later. Not sort myself out in a sexual way, in case anyone was thinking. But uh, Mike has now. Yeah, that might have woken you up. It may well have woken me up. You've watched the Raw after Night of Champions, and we've watched the Raw after the Raw. Nope. No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, no. Oh, fail, Mike. Fail. I know. It's a big fail. Oh, really? Oh, oh, good. Um, Well, not not good, because I'm I'm going to be watching it tomorrow morning. So, so in a way, I want there to be a shitload to happen, so it's fun for me. But I want there to be not a lot of happen, so we can talk about it inconsequentially. Uh, So, what the fuck do I do? Well, we're we're just... uh, Well, I don't know. We're just... uh, We can talk about the most recent Raw... As in, not the most recent Raw, the Raw after the Night of Champions Raw. Raw. Well, if we do that, then won't people think, hang on, they're weak out? Yes, they will. Hmm, this is a predicament. Which is weird. Well, yeah, <laughs> it is a bit of a predicament. But I guess I guess if that's the one you see, and that's the only thing, well, we could talk about uh, trying to you know, avoiding any major spoilers. Not that there's that many, but still. Well, are there any minor spoilers we can talk about? Not really. No, no. I mean, it was a rule that not really that much happened. It was just a continuation of the uh, of the the whole storyline and the way Raw ended. Um, I am aware because someone at work told me that I I, the, the, I do know what happened to the opening segments. Okay. Because did it? Randy Orton went ape shit on someone or something. He sort of. I don't think it was. No, no, I got that wrong. I, no. He did. He did have a match, and he did kind of go apeshit. I think on Miz. I think. But, um, oh yeah. Oh no, that was Big Show. I don't know now. There you go. That's how newsworthy the newsworthy the most recent war is. Um, oh, that's what uh, uh, yeah, I know, I know. This 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 shows a complete disaster, and we're only two minutes. Hang on, hang on. Two hang minutes on. twelve seconds in. Um, two minutes sixteen have, seconds in. Two minute. Pardon. Would it help if I told you what I'm wearing? Uh, it depends. Really, it, that would depend on what you're wearing, Mike. But what do you think I'm wearing? I don't think you're wearing anything. Well, you always say that. I just think you're naked and wearing socks. The thing is, I want to tell you that you're right, but in this instance, I'm afraid for a change, I <laughs> no, I'm only wearing one sock. Oh. I, I lost the other one. No, no, for a change, I'm wearing for a change, I'm wearing clothes. You're wearing a wrestling clothes themed thing. Uh, well, loosely, yes. Loose, loosely. I don't mean loosely as in it's quite a big shirt. I mean loosely as in I'm wearing my WW Pub t shirts. Oh, that's lovely. I'm wearing my WW Pub t shirt complete with slogan. Complete with, excuse me, complete with slogan. Yes, complete with Hogan slogan. Oh, that sounds good, doesn't it? Hogan slogan. Hogan slogan. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, at this current second, wrestling but with more vaginas is on my back. Wrestling but with more brilliant, fantastic. Now, I'll tell you what, if we're skirting around war a bit, for my benefit, which is very sweet of you, uh, let me think. Um, 
You know what I did today that we can talk about? What's that then? I began, uh, it was my lunch break at work. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a hell of a lot to do. So I decided to start watching WrestleMania 19. Oh, okay. WrestleMania 19. I've got that WrestleMania. That's the one with Hulk Hogan versus Vincent Mann, The Rock versus Stone Cold so. Steve Austin, and the yeah. somewhat, in the end, not very good, but it finished in a funny way, if you're a bit sick, main event. Oh, I'd forgotten about that bit of it. Yes, Lesnar Angle. And then you've got Booker T, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels, uh, Chris Jericho. It's a hell of a card. It is a... Fucking amazing card. Oh, yeah. I mean, best three matches. Michael's Jericho, McMahon, uh, Hogan, and uh, The Rock versus Stone Cold. And what's good about it, they're three very different matches as well. You've got, like, the technical masterpiece, some might say. I thought it was. I'm being biased, of course, with uh, Michael's Jericho. And and you've got the the main event-style WrestleMania match, which, let's be honest probably, arguably, should, could have was good enough to be the main event uh, it, had mm-hmm. it been for the title, with The Rock versus Stone Cold. You know, three rock bottoms almost in a row it took to get Stone Cold. Brilliant. And then you've got um, you got the, the gimmick fueled, but, but no less entertaining than the others match with uh, Hogan versus McMahon. It was brilliant. Um, and in hindsight, looking back at it, but I think in terms of match quality, it was better than WrestleMania 18. Even though uh, WrestleMania 18 may have felt like a bigger deal because you had um, your, your, your Scott Hall, your Kevin Nash's there, and you had, for the first time, Hulk Hogan versus The Rock. But would you say, on a card-by-card, match-by-match basis, 19 was better? I'd say to look at the card, 19 is very difficult to beat. I mean, the only thing, really, that you would particularly change to try and improve it as a card, is what the hell was The Undertaker doing against Albert and Big Show? Uh, yeah, well, let's not try and talk about one. That, that's, let's be honest, I think along with uh, along with Mark Henry, it was one of The Undertaker's uh, less performances. You know what, but then again, so I, it, if I'm honest... Not, it, I don't think it's a bad match, it's just a very random match. If I'm honest, until probably, until about... WrestleMania, I think, 22, where he faced yeah. Mark Henry. Um, I think until yeah. that WrestleMania, The Undertaker did have very inconsistent matches at Mania. Some of them were absolutely fantastic, you know, potential show stealers, and the others were really, really average. And it wasn't really until, I think, his first one with Batista, where year upon year, The Undertaker had one of the best matches on the card from WrestleMania 23. I mean, we had him against Batista. We had, um, we had two, obviously, him against Michaels, two against... Um, Obviously, Triple H, we had him against Edge. And and after that, it was a consistent role of amazing matches. But I think before that, WrestleMania 19 being one of them, Mike, uh, is an example of the inconsistent, not very good match involving The Undertaker. I see what you're getting at, yes. I mean, over the years, Undertaker's matches, so over in the 90s, his WrestleMania matches were just another match, if you see what I mean. It was. It I mean, is, he had good ones, though. Yeah. Remember the one against Kane? That was good, the first one. Ah, oh, that was very good, yeah. WrestleMania 14, yes. Yeah, and even the second one at 20 wasn't too bad. I can't remember now. It's when he, uh, it's when he came back as the, uh, as the uh, oh, Undertaker yes. rather than the American badass. I, I, I remember that aspect of it, if you see, but I can't remember the in-ring match what it was like. 
it was solid. It's not, it didn't, uh, you know, wasn't going to set the world alight. Wasn't that the match on the show, but it was solid. Speaking of such things, mm-hmm. well, WrestleMania 19 had uh, something that makes every wrestling fan feel a bit odd. Chris Benoit was on the card, right? He was. He he was. He was a, he was tagged with Rhino uh, in a match for the WWE Tag Team Championship. Now you know if you're watching. Now obviously with Benoit, it's a bit different because obviously the horrible shit that occurred. But you know if you're listening to an album or watching a wrestling match involving a dead performer, you kind of forget they're dead. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I kind of yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people you kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't really think about them being dead as such. For example, when uh, yeah. I know that when, when you're watching an old F1 race and you've got Ayrton Senna, who's obviously dead, unfortunately now, yeah. rest in peace. Mm-hmm. You don't really think about him being dead. You're just watching it and you're kind of caught in the moment. I don't, uh, you know, like a exactly. like a wrestling match. Exactly. I got a little bit of that even watching Benoit. Ooh. I know it's a bit weird because obviously a bit of your brain is thinking the horrible shit that he did. But then a little bit of you forgets he's dead, and then a little bit of you goes, "God, he was good." It's a very <laughs> strange mix of feelings. Chris Benoit, he was. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, while he was in the WWE and probably WCW and ECW, yep. but you could argue mm-hmm. he really was consistently in the top ten, if not the top five or six, um, uh, at any one time. He was so dependable. Was Benoit? You know I mean, this over, and, and and yeah, this really quite uh, for his size of like five foot ten, very muscular. When you're thinking about it, a uh, guy who just no, not the most charismatic guy out, you know, on the mic. Well, that's true, but in the ring, he was great. He was, he was it's, great. Yeah, it's weird to talk about it, obviously, to, for some people, whether it should be or not. It's down to the individual, but you can't argue he was incredibly talented. Yeah, he was absolutely. But Mike, from 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 a potential great at the time at WrestleMania 19, he was guaranteed yeah. a Hall of Fame. Obviously, that you know, a few years, few years later, five or six years later, it wasn't to be. How? What did you think of the of the absolute mess and the absolute what I can only describe as a burial via a JCB fleet of trucks of Booker T. I haven't rewatched that one yet. This is the one where Triple H it seemingly waits. I'm sure it's not ten seconds, but forever to decide to pin him after one pedigree. A lot of people have said that. I remember reading a, a magazine article uh, 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 around that time that had listed Kane, RVD, and Booker T. As three guys who Triple H totally buried in that year who could have been megastars mm-hmm. sort of thing. Booker T, it's true. He's, I mean, yes, he became WWE, no, World Heavyweight Champion as King Booker like five years later, or maybe three years later, it was. But yeah, I mean, he was very hot at the time. I mean, I think we've mentioned it before, and I'll say it again, Mike. Booker mm-hmm. T, in hindsight, and really at the time, should have won, and there was no. I mean, I think the only reason why he didn't win it was, I can only think, because Hunter, Hurst, Helmsley, Paul Levesque wanted the belt to keep the belt. I mean, there was. It did not make any sense of Booker T losing that match because he was 
very, very, he was really, really over. He was arguably in the top four or five of, of over superstars, you know, on their flagship show, Raw, even though SmackDown, I think, was probably more popular at the time. The only thing I can think of, any logic to the that booking decision, is if they were thinking Goldberg has just signed. Let's keep the belt warm on Triple H. Not you know, warm, you know I mean? Let's keep on Triple H ah. for a, a good long reign. And then when Goldberg wins, he's a conquering hero. It's a big shock to the system. Yeah, actually, that's probably a very good idea. Unfortunately, it didn't end up that way, did it? But I can see the thinking there. Had it, I mean... It didn't, yeah. Yeah, it building the groundwork really... for what should have been the SummerSlam Goldberg win, but wasn't. Indeed, it was the unforgiven Goldberg win, and then he held the belt for two months and lost it again. It was really odd. And uh, yeah, yeah, and, and, and let's be honest, unforgettable match. Um, but I think WrestleMania wasn't WrestleMania nineteen. Nineteen wasn't this uh, coming off um, a very average Scott Steiner matches? I think at the Royal Rumble, when I think No Way Out was. Oh like, yeah. Where people say that Triple H buried Scott Steiner by showing everyone his weakness rather than actually. Um, doing, you know, um, hiding his weaknesses and making a good match out of it. Um, a lot of people have said that um, Mr. Mr. Hunter did it on purpose. I don't know. I wasn't there. I think that sounds ridiculous. Um, I, don't, I don't get that at all. I mean, if Scott Steiner fucked up, fucked up a few moves. He did. And made himself look a bit weird. But I don't think that's Triple H's fault. No, I don't think. No, no, I don't. But I probably think he could have done a bit more to get him to to help yeah. out. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Um, but but so, hey, sold things, sold things a bit more. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think this was at um, one of his most selfish times. I think uh, this era. And, oh yeah. And if it, and I mean, it's probably it's the time where I didn't really wasn't that into wrestling. Funnily enough, other than the odd WrestleMania and, and the big event. I didn't really want to know, so I even missed, I think, um, the first time round, Randy Orton winning it. I watched it on, a, obviously, a replay on DVD with his first match oh, yeah. at SummerSlam, etc., and things like that, um, I think, in 2004. Uh, I th- now, I think, now I think about it, I'm not sure if I've ever seen that match. Yeah, versus Chris Benoit. It's, it's all right. It's, no, I it's missed right. that one. It's all right, and then, and then they, they, they tried to turn Randy Orton face the very next uh, the very next day after he won it. You know, by having um, mm-hmm. if you remember, didn't they? Uh, by having a uh, Triple do. H say no, beat him up, and then Triple H wins it back the very next pay per view, I believe. Yes, which, really um, weird. Well, yeah, but, yeah, no, it makes absolutely no sense when you want this man to be the face of the company, which he never was, he never is, and he probably never will be. Well, well, he technically is. Uh, supposedly, he is now. Yeah, by a storyline. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, only by storyline though, because Alton is dull as ass. Yes, he is. <laughs> I mean, he. he uh, but we we have said it, Mike. He can have good matches. So he can have very good matches. Sometimes, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. He has had some very good matches. His matches with Cena, for example, were great. Some of them, at least. Uh, but I don't know. I just I just look at Randy Orton. And I I remember so many commentators. I, I think it was JPL actually. Maybe, maybe it was just him actually. Who said if you're going to design a wrestler from the ground up, it would look like Randy Orton. Would it really? It would look like Randy Orton. 
They wouldn't fucking talk like Randy Orton. Or wrestle like Randy Orton. Or possibly wrestle like him, yes. Um, Actually, that's that's a good one. If you were if you were going to put together the wrestler, who would yeah like the 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 typical thing? Who would you? What would you have? What would I have? I would probably yeah like who whose body, whose voice, whose mic skills, that kind of thing. Um, I, I you know what I think I think for me, if you put yeah. for example, if you put The Rock and Shawn Michaels in the washing machine, mix them up and put them together. I don't think you'd have. I, I think you'd struggle to beat that combination, and that's only two wrestlers. Yeah, that's difficult to argue with. As in the mic skills and the charisma of Rock, with the charisma and amazing wrestling talent of Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I think. I think. I, I think. From the top of my head, I think you'd struggle to get someone better. Uh, I mean, I'm sure we could think of four or five wrestlers we could put together, which could potentially make a better one. Viscera. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Viscera and Mark Henry. Um, Viscera, Mark Henry and Ryback. Viscera, Mark Henry and the work ethic of Big Show. Yeah. With, uh, uh, with, with all the commitment as well. well the, think, yes. Sorry. Um, what what do you think of the Ryback experiment? Now it's been a, a well over a year, and if you remember his first uh, Hell in a Cell, um, which I think is next month, is was going was his first big big match for the championship against CM Punk, um, Mister Mister hey? uh, Ryback. Ryback, yes. This time have last you know, year, wasn't it? Oh, oh, sorry. Yes, I mean that. But ha- have you noticed that? You know, there's this thing they're trying to make out as, as a big bully backstage. Yes. He, whenever he says the word bully himself, he can't say it. He <laughs> says, he's a bull, bully. <laughs> I, 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 I can't stand bullies. Be what? a star. Be a star. Be a star indeed. I mean, it's like he's saying he can't stand bullies. Isn't that a place? Yes. I don't know where. But it sounds like it should be a place if it isn't. But I'm sure it is. Probably. I can't stand boys. It's like he does a little vomit and then says Lee. I can't stand boys. Boys. Are you alright, Ryback? Ryback? Oh, he's dead. <laughs> nice. Miss. <laughs> yeah. That was a shame. It was just getting good. Well, reasonable. Mm. So Paul Heyman beat right, beat CM Punk. That was a laugh. He did. He, he did, didn't he? At Night of Champions, and then and then he's obviously, uh, you know, uh, bigged it up, bigged it up at Raw, and, and he continued to do so on this Raw. Interestingly, interestingly enough, um, and I think we we, we mentioned obviously that um, Ryback is now with Paul Heyman, uh, yeah. which he needed, which he needs because yes. he badly. I mean, let's be honest, Ryback, Mike, he's not the best promo guy in the world by a long way. He doesn't have to be though. No. But the other on the other thing is, I would argue he's not as good a promo as Goldberg, and he's not even he's not better in the ring than Goldberg either. So basically, mm. is he just a larger version of Gilberg? Ah. I, I never thought of that. Is Ryback? Uh, 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 I'm not saying this is cutting spurgeons on Ryback. Is he a roided up Gilberg? <laughs> Discuss. Discuss. <laughs> So take Gilbert, stick in a few oestrogen injections, and you get right back. Yes. 
Or right, Silverback Ryan Reeves. Yes. I don't know. Uh, it's yeah. possible. I mean, given, given that he's been around for over a year, would you say, yes. based on what we've seen so far, up until Wednesday, the 25th of September, based on what we've seen so far, yeah. has the Ryback, is it, has it been a success or not? And why? I, I'd say it's, not. It, I'd say it sort of has been a success. Um, okay. you're if, not so sure, clearly. If it was, if it was January 2013 yeah. or February, I would have said yes. Yes, but that, I think that's a big part of it. I think the last seven or eight months, um, if you just base it on the last seven or eight months, it's a definite no. But I think we're yeah. cut between. Uh, I think of what it what it could have been and what it is now. And it's probably not all Ryback's fault. I think it's the WWE, once again, having a really good concept and idea, managing to screw it up. I think WWE created this uh, star in Ryback and then didn't know what to do with him. Well, well, they turned him heel. No, I don't think they did. And interestingly, Mike, would Ryback be a lot more over if... September the 25th, 2013, he was still undefeated. Well, there's a thought. I'd say more importantly, if he was still a face. True. Let's be honest. I know we said this before, but when he took out Cena the night after Mania, the place went fucking mental. It did. Yeah, I don't know his response to this. Let's make him a bad guy. What? Yeah, I mean, he lost against Mark Henry... Uh, what and then he bit and then he gets a main event uh, push briefly, yeah he beat he beat well, out, yeah yeah he, he beat Johnson. He basically did what Brock Lesnar did a year a year earlier, but people were going for it. They were they were they were interested in it and um and basically yeah and and there you go. Unfortunately, he didn't win the title because obviously John Cena had just won it from the Rock, so I, I doubt that was ever yeah. going to happen. Uh, no, but which is a shame. It, actually, it just seems a bit odd. Like I said, I mean. Clearly, they didn't. They didn't even have opponents for him. They just stuck him in the back room and said, "Beat up some jobbers who are dressed as catering staff." And that's been going on for the well, I think I think almost a couple of months, really, until he uh, yeah. decided to team up with Paul Heyman. Now he's no longer a Barley. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think um, I wouldn't say. I don't think it's been a disaster, but it's a bit like I'd probably give it a, a grade C. Yeah, it's like quite average um, but it could have been so much more do you know why I would give it a slightly higher grading though okay because Ryback was never gonna be a massive megastar no they they needed another main eventer to main event the B-level shows get over make some money sell a few shirts done and they've done that They've absolutely done that until May, until April, May time, when they've since then pissed all over it. They, they haven't. They? So I would, I would say it's been quite successful because they got what they wanted. They got extra main inventor who can fill a spot. Fine. I think they, they, yeah, they, and also let's be honest, they've made the best of what they could out of Ryback. True. He he was never going to be Dean Malenko. Let's be honest. No, he no he no. I think they yeah they made the. I don't think they did make the best they could. Though. No, I, mean, I think they did. 
they made the best they could. They got him as over as pretty much, uh, I think, he uh, more over than they could have ever have imagined. And they made yeah. this basically, you know, the, the sec- arguably the second biggest face at the time to John Cena. I think only maybe, you know, Daniel Bryan might, yeah. have, uh, might have come close. But... And then they completely blew it out of the water by having him lose, having him too many main events and lose, never ever having him beat and, and become in an advantage position against the Shield. So, you know, he was just fodder for the Shield. And then after that, they kind of rescued him a bit by uh, making him the last one in the Royal Rumble to, you know, uh, other than John Cena. But then they yeah. ruined it by making him lose against Mark Henry. But then they rescued it again the very yeah. next day on life support by having and then faced John Cena and beat him up, but then realising that they were in a no-win situation because they didn't want John Cena to lose what they do now, and they fucked it up themselves. There you go. But this, this, this is what I don't understand. When you've got, a, I think it's this at the time, when you've got a face like John Cena who splits the crowd, and you've got another face who takes in most of the crowd that Cena misses, you've got a match that everyone in that crowd wants to watch. Yes. Don't fuck... Fuck, don't fuck with that, you know? No, absolutely. I, I think in a funny way, it's a shame John Cena didn't have the elbow surgery after, had to have it, you know, a, a month after WrestleMania, because it would have been interesting, ah. even as a heel Ryback, if he then had won the belt, and then he just went on this rampage of beating people up. Hmm. And then he could what have... Thought? Absolutely. And then he could have been Triple H's face of the company. Rather than Randy Orton, I think that'd be ah. a lot, I think pushing a different guy, I think that would have been a lot more interesting. Because I know Randy Orton. I mean, yeah, he's a good wrestler and stuff, but he's not. You, st- you, you. I mean, you, you know that Daniel Bryan could pretty much, you know, take him in a wrestling match despite the size. Yeah, I mean, you know, Randy, he's thin, wiry, and you don't. He doesn't come across as very strong. He comes across as a good wrestler at times, potentially in the ring. But where Ryback, you think, oh, a bit like John Cena versus Daniel Bryan, you think, how is he going to win? Yes. So what you're saying is, if Ryback and John Cena uh, had a match together and then had a baby together, it would look like a carrot. Yes. Yeah. That's what I thought you meant. But yeah, you're right. If, wouldn't it have been very interesting if, as you say, if Cena had had to have the surgery earlier, Ryback won it, was the heel going into SummerSlam, and he faced Brian. If anyone can make Ryback look good, it's a workhorse like Daniel Bryan. Absolutely, yeah. But then what would Randy Orton have done? Well, not much, and stayed on SmackDown um, uh, against Alberto. They could have done with him there, really. Yeah, 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 for the the championship that not too many people care about. Excuse my yawn. That's quite that, right. That's how I feel about the World Heavyweight Championship at times. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's a shame. I think the best thing going in wrestling in the WWE universe is well, WWE Pod. Yes, yes, yes. And second to that, though, I think is yeah. this whole Daniel Bryan storyline, Triple H. I think it is interesting. Yes, definitely. Um. So, I know it's really going to be really interesting to see where it goes and how long it's going to go for it and all these rumours about it, you know, the, the bigger picture leading to um, next year's WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, surely, surely, I haven't heard of these rumours and I'd kind of rather 
stay away from them in case they're right, if you see what I mean. But uh, in, in, in my head, if... I'm going to put this... I think that they should... I think having Brian win at Night of Champions and then be screwed out of it for the second... Well, as I said, the second time, would it not have done... Oh, a big yawn. Big yawn, boys and girls. Sorry, what's going on with me tonight? What is, what is, where, where, where. Do you think Brian should have won it that night or got screwed out of it in a more traditional sense? It, in hindsight, what was the point of him winning it anyway? He might as well have just got screwed out of it and had a fuck finish, which would have annoyed people. But there you go. I, I think now... I wouldn't have had him in... I wouldn't have had him against Randy Orton. Oh, really? I would have had him potentially try and earn his spot and then keep screwing him out of a title shot, maybe until, for example, the main event of Survivor Series and then win it. Well, there's a thought. And put him against other people, like, in the way, you know? Like, have a three-on-one against the Shield or something. Oh, if you win it, you've got, you know... You know, have a three-on-one against the Shield at Hell in a Cell or, or Battleground or whatever, and, and then that's saying, if you win this, um, you have a, you know, you have a, um, you know, a contract for... You know the title match at Survivor Series, and you think, oh well, he's not going to win a three-on-one against the Shield, and then have him get beat up for like twenty minutes, but do a Mike, Mikey whip wreck and just you know slip on a banana peel one, two, three against the Shield. Somehow. Do you know what else they, you know what else they could have done? Yeah. I I thought of something else as well. Oh yeah. Because for a while this time of year they would run the six-pack challenge match. Okay. Why don't you put a six put together a six man six pack challenge match featuring the following: Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton, mm-hmm. the big the the Big Show, the Shield. Everyone involved in that storyline is in that one match. Now that would be something, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. That'd be interesting. Good dynamics as well. And you've got a match yeah. which really, you know, could go on for a good half hour. Oh, it could maybe even go, the, what do they call it? Uh, the Broadway, the hour, you know, that, that could be a hell of a match. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Unless they're not going to do it. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they, they oh, yeah. Last, week, last week's Raw. Sorry to cut you off. Oh, yeah. Last week's Raw, okay? Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm pleased for Roman Reigns that he got a main event and held his own in a 20-minute match, 15, 20-minute match. Because, to be honest, that he, he, he doesn't do much. <laughs> no. no, he doesn't. I don't want to say the, the elephant in the room sort of thing, but Roman Reigns is a big bastard. With He did a spear uh, on SmackDown that practically killed someone. I can't remember who it was now, but either way, where was it? It was was either Brian or one of the Usos in that six-man match they had on SmackDown. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he did a spear that practically... I mean, I know know people talk about breaking a man in half or, oh, my God, Nathan Jones took his head off or whatever, but this this spear was just like, Jesus Christ! However, he doesn't do much else. No. He does his Superman punch, as it's known, and he occasionally does a Samoan drop. Now, I am not so naive about wrestling that I'm saying you have to have a hell of a lot of moves to be good. We know that's not true. You could argue even The Rock is an example of that, 
And Hulk Hogan is an incredible example of it. But when you're in the main event of Raw and you want to put over this young prospect, in this day and age, maybe he needs to do more than punch. Probably. But then again, Triple H was like using the knees in the old days, didn't he? He loved his knees. He loved his knees. Knees. K-N-E-E-S. Knees. N-I-what? Knees. Knees. That's not how you spell knees. It's N-I-E-C-E. Okay. Yeah. I got you there. Yeah. What the hell did you think I meant? Knees. Knees? Triple H likes his knees. He likes using his knees. He's got a nephew as well, so what? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Right, anyway. So there you go. Moving on. Yes, Triple H does like his niece, which is a bit twisted, now I put it like that. Uh, Daddy, do you remember that fan fiction we read at the Christmas time years ago? Oh, yeah, yes. Where How could about, I possibly forget? Where to a Vince McMahon admiring Stephanie's breasts. Yes, so oh dear. Yeah, it's a bit random, but oh well, it's better than the Randy Savage, I suppose. True, that is true, actually, yeah. Yeah, which, uh, which, I'm, which I'm sure is not true for the record. No, I don't think. I don't think it is. No, it's it's too lewd. It, it's just. I know something they say. They're like too whatever. They're so bizarre you couldn't make them up. I'm pretty sure you could make make up that Savage went after like a teenage Steph. I think that's nonsense. He yeah. had Miss Elizabeth for God's sake. I know. I know. Yes, which was nice. All right, so let's think. What else happened recently that, that didn't happen on Raw? Uh, the Usos are looking pretty fucking hot. Yeah, they're, um, they're actually pushing a tag team. Amazing. Uh, it's, a weird, it's a weird thing with the Usos. Because when they first... I was thinking about this the other day. When they first popped up, it's like, right, let's get two Samoan guys. Let's make them heels. And let's, give the, let's make them wrestle very slowly. And let's give them a sort of a hip-hop entrance theme and gimmick. Ha! Huh? Whereas in reality, when they wrestle in a face style, I think they're a lot more effective faces than they are effective heels, if this is making sense. Because as faces, they are actually really quite cool to watch. Despite being a, a, a pair of brothers as a tag team, obviously they're twins, but a pair of brothers as a tag team, is nothing new, obviously. You think, oh, all right, two brothers, and they became a tag team. Here's another lot. The Major Brothers, the Hardy Brothers, the Briscoe Brothers. Uh, name some brothers. Um, I... Bill and Ted. Nope, they're friends. I don't know. They're friends. <laughs> the Chuckle the Brothers. Yes. The Chuckle Brothers. Made, they're not, I think they'd have made a good tag team in the 80s. The Chuckle Brothers. Yes. To me, to you. That would have been their special move. The, yep. Yes. Oh my god, the to me to you! He yeah. did it! <laughs> it's over! New tag team champions. The Chuckle Brothers. Barry and Paul. Yeah. But then they've had the, uh, the awkward argument later on when Barry wanted to go solo and Paul wanted to stay as a tag team. Well, yeah, it would be a bit like Kane and uh, Downey Bryan. I'm the tag team champion. Oh, now that, that would be an interesting set of promos. I'm the tag team champions from the Chuckle Brothers. Yes. There you go. <laughs> what other brothers could have... The Nolan sisters. The Nolan sisters? 
Yeah, you know the Nolan sisters? I've heard of them. Yeah, the Nolan sisters, you know, uh, which, which of the Nolan sisters is on Loose Women? No idea. I don't watch Loose Women. Yeah, uh, I used to be an actor. I had a lot of time on my hands. Uh, <laughs> no, I think I... Uh, it's, that's that women chat show during lunchtime, yeah? That's the one. A bit like The View in America. Apparently so. You knew it was time to wake up when you heard the thing to to loose women at half past twelve. Quote of the day, Mike. That's the quote of the day. That's going to be all over Twitter now, that is. Absolutely. Any students or actors will understand that. Or or, or fans of loose women, I suppose. But generally fans of loose women are either students, actors, or in care. So there we are. Oh, there you go. I, I, apart from my mum, she realised me. I'm Carol Vorderman's on it, so that makes things better. Carol Vorderman. Yes, she helps. <laughs> sure, she does. I mean, helps in the TV show. It only helps as in <laughs> comes round. Well, 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 there you go, Mike. There you go. There you go. What can, what can I say? That would be a surprise if Carol Vorderman just knocked on the front door. So I'm here to help. I beg your pardon. I'm fine, thanks. I've got some shelves need doing. Can Calvin put up shelves? Yes. Email us at www.podcast at googlemail.com or tweet us at www.pod. Would you let Calvin put up some shelves? Yes. As she leans to do it. What? <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> well, from Calvin and Mike to, to, to I've got to go in a second. Oh no! I know, I know, I know. It's, it's a short this show. show but this show is award-winning. It, well, it, it, it is a, it is an award, and hopefully, long may it continue in next week. Um, I think we can be fairly confident of that. I'm, yeah, I think we can, and hopefully, I'll get off my fat, lazy ass and do something about updating it. Uh, yeah, but to be fair, I haven't done anything either. There you go. Well, there you go. There you go. Huh? Both as bad as each other, nearly. So, Mike, I guess, I guess, take the somewhat short show away. Oh, excuse me. Did you just burp? I uh, hiccuped and burped at the same time. It's a bit painful. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that called a herp? Yes. And if you, if if a man one is called a herp, like a like a herper, would the lady version be a herpes or a herpes? Probably not herpes, because it's too near the term herpes. Oh, because her, oh, herpes does sound like herpes, you're right. Yep. When you, is it called herpes? <laughs> because you don't want her to pee when she has it? Yes. Is that what it is? Yep. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know. I don't know enough. Does anyone out there know why herpes is called herpes? Email us. Good night. Monday Night Raw, the WWE Sports Entertainment, Entertainment Entertainment, the state of Florida, the country of the United States.